Sup, Buzznet. In reference to the podcast, back at it. For True Crime Tuesday. Wonderful. That's it. I'm Amanda. I'm Heather. It's Amanda's turn this week. It is. So today we're going to talk about Stacey Caster. And my sources were Wikipedia, ABC News, findagree.com, <laughs> and Syracuse.com. So I'm assuming this takes um, place in New York. It did. Stacy Castor was born on July 24th, 1967 in Clay, New York. Her maiden name was Daniels. Her parents were Jerry Daniels and Judy Eaton. And uh, because I'll probably eating? fuck up some <laughs> Eaton. I said, what was she eating? <laughs> well, that'll conclude True Crime Tuesday with the murder of Heather. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just kidding, FBI. You're too far away. <laughs> True. Or am I? Unless you've found, figured out a way to move your entire house, yes. <laughs> it could could be using a green screen. It could all be fake behind me. <laughs> See? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, because I'll probably fuck this up somewhere along the way, spoiler alert, Stacy is dead. Um, I kind of figured when you said uh, findagrave.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what I've got for her early life, because the next thing I could find was about when she was 17 and she met her first husband, Michael Wallace. Honestly, I had to Google her obituary to figure out what her maiden name was. So that's how little information about her early Actual life, life. There was. So... Um, Michael and Stacy, again, they met when Stacy was 17. Um, they had their first child, Ashley, in 1988. And if I do say so myself, what a great year to be born. I agree. During the drought. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't know there was a drought in 1988. Oh, my mom always tells me that. Well, because it's your fault. (laughs) Probably. It probably started in May. Um, we didn't Michael sacrifice you, so it kept going. <laughs> Michael and Stacy got married in 1990 and then had their second daughter, Bree, in 1991. It's rumored that Michael and Stacy were growing apart and that each were having affairs. Allegedly, Stacy was contemplating divorce when Michael started to get sick. Dun, dun, dun. That sounds convenient. Right? He consulted with his doctor and was told he may have an inner ear disorder. So, weeks later, on January 11th, 2000, Michael was found unresponsive on the sofa in the family home and was later pronounced dead at the hospital. Doctors told Stacy that it was a heart attack. Michael Wallace was 38 at the time of his death with a... $55,000 life insurance policy that Stacy collected. So, we're going to fast forward a year-ish. And in 2001, Stacy met her second husband, David Castor, and the two married on August 16th, 2003. Stacy says that David was hard on the kids and wanted them to do everything without her, without ever questioning him. But they were her children, so they questioned everything. <laughs> 
as they should have. Also, I was thinking about this the other day because somebody had tweeted out, like, um, Donald Trump gave up your grandparents for Lent, which is a terrible fucking thing to say. (laughs) But (laughs) then I was thinking about back to our Eaton Park thing, and I was like, oh my god, that kid kind of got his wish. (laughs) Just a couple years late. He got to give up his life for Lent this year. Earth is sick of our shit, and they're sending us all to our rooms. (laughs) Um, okay, supposedly, um, Stacy's kids weren't happy about David coming into the picture because they didn't want their father replaced. Um, David had a child of his own. His name was very original. It was David Jr. (laughs) Um, or is David Jr., I would assume. I don't know. Um. So, on August 22nd, 2005, Stacy made a frantic call to 911 saying her husband hadn't shown up for work and that she had last spoke to him at 5 a.m. Sunday when he locked her out of their bedroom. And then I said... Do they work together? What? Do they work together? I'm not sure. But my more <laughs> concerning question was, what are you doing fighting at 5 a.m. on a Sunday morning? Like... Go to bed. You should be sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sergeant Michael Norton of Onondaga... I I literally looked this up. Onondaga. Onondaga. Onondaga County said, Stacy described David as getting upset and taking a bottle of Southern Comfort into the bedroom and he locked himself in there and wouldn't come out. But it's also not the hard to unlock doors that are like bedroom doors. Right. Hell, even some apartment doors are easily unlocked with a credit card. <laughs> not that I would know that. Um I have I only broke into my own apartment, okay? Just for clarification. <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, I have to explain this now. <laughs> was one time. It's fine. <laughs> It was one time, like, years ago. Two years ago, at least, probably. Probably why my doorknob was broken at my last apartment. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Stacy said she thought that David was just sleeping off the alcohol. Um, but because they, I guess, maybe because they weren't getting a response, police knocked down the bedroom door and found David Castor dead of an apparent suicide. Inside the bedroom, police also found two glasses on the nightstand. And by the way, the article said next to the bed, in case you didn't know where a nightstand <clears throat> is. You know, the nightstand on the opposite side of the room. Right. That's what I, I mean, I keep mine in my bathroom. I, I didn't know it was supposed to be beside the bed. <laughs> you can only use it at night, too. We can't put stuff on there during the day. Right. Um, one glass was later identified as antifreeze. Um, you'll never guess what they found under the bed. I bet you won't guess. Nope. Another dead body? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I was right. You would... No, don't guess that. (laughs) It was a bottle of antifreeze with the top off. Stacy claimed that David was depressed because he had just lost his father, and that's what led to him drinking and killing himself. How high up is their bed that a bottle of antifreeze was, like, was it was it standing up with No, it was laying on its side. Oh, I was gonna say, I'm like, man, that's awfully hot. You got a lot of clearance under your bed if you got a bottle of antifreeze under there. 
Well, normal people have, like, normal beds. I'm like, some people here. You. My bed's normal. <laughs> is it? It's, a, it's an actual bed frame now. Oh. It's not my futon anymore. I don't know. I can't keep up with your mattress life. <laughs> I got, actually, I got this mattress, like, two weeks before we went on our cruise. <laughs> yes, I do know that. Anyway. Um... Shocking, David had left everything to Stacy and her daughters and nothing to his son. Seems unlikely. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) The police also searched the kitchen and found a turkey baster that smelled like alcohol. And this is when they began to suspect foul play. Now, I'm no detective, (laughs) and I'm certainly not the smartest person. I don't really think people choose to kill themselves with antifreeze, so that would have made me suspect foul play. For one, I feel like that wouldn't be a pleasant way to go. Right. It'd probably be, like, painful and burning. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but anyway, I wasn't the only one that was skeptical, even though I wasn't investigating this case. Uh, <laughs> Detective Dominic's- <laughs> Nor anywhere near New York at the time. <laughs> True. Uh, Detective Dominic Spinelli was skeptical and began an investigation that would last two years. A few months after David's death, Dominic reached out to investigators from Cayuga, Cayuga, yep, sure, County, to learn more about the death of Michael Wallace, and there were apparently similarities in the husband's deaths. Stacy had claimed that med- yeah, that medical- Jesus. <laughs> Stacy had claimed that Michael had all sorts of medical issues, and so they gathered his medical records and found the worst medical issue he had was a hernia. Which I'm not downplaying. I, I do think that's a pretty bad one, but... But if that's the only thing that's ever happened to him... Right. Pretty sketchy. 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 <laughs> um... So, police suspected that both of Stacy's husbands were poisoned with antifreeze, a painful death that leads to the formation of crystals in the victim's organs. Yay! (laughs) Oh, you don't want that? Yay! (laughs) You don't want to make crystals in your organs? Not while I'm alive. (laughs) Fair. So, because of this, um, police had Michael's body exhumed so that they could examine him in the organs to see if there were crystals there. And his body was exhumed on September 5th, 2007. Um, His body was examined and the medical examiner told Sergeant Michael Norton that Michael's body was loaded with crystals. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's such a terrible thing to laugh at, but it's also like, that's a direct quote. (laughs) It was loaded. It was loaded. Um, (laughs) Also, though, like... That was a long time after he had died. Yeah, it's weird that they'd still be there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I guess if it crystallizes, it probably would just stay that way. I don't know. Chemical reactions. Yeah, I also (laughs) don't know anything about... Science. (laughs) Yeah. Um... On September 7th, 2007, Stacy is brought in for questioning, and during this interview is asked about pouring cranberry 
juice in a glass, and she responds by slipping up and saying antifree before correcting herself <laughs> and saying cranberry juice. Now. Yeah, because the two sound so similar. Yeah, like. <laughs> and I meant cranberry juice. Yeah, it was like literally like the, the direct quote was like antifree. I mean, uh, mm, cranberry juice. Like, I need a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> also, like, antifreeze and cranberry juice, two totally different colors. Yeah, isn't antifreeze yellow? Or green, yeah. Not a red liquid. Yeah. And also, it's it's important to note that she doesn't call it antifreeze. It's antifree. Or antifree, I guess. But there's no z. Not z that it was transmission fluid, it'd be red. <laughs> but not cranberry juice red. <laughs> Thanks, mechanic Heather. <laughs> Come to you with all my car needs from now on. On September 12th, 2007, uh, P.S. Stacy is not arrested. She was just questioned, so she still is free. So on September 12th, 2007. Like anti free? <laughs> no, not anti free, but she is free. Um, so on September 12th, 2007, police tell Stacy's oldest daughter, Ashley, that her father died of anti free. Anna freeze. <laughs> I can't even say it right. Anna freeze. <laughs> Poisoning. And she calls her mother, and Stacy suggests that the two have a drink together because it's been a long day. And this is known. No. <laughs> oh, you you already know where this is going. <laughs> do you want some do you want some cranberry juice? <laughs> um this is known that Stacy suggested this because her phones were tapped. So, like they have this all in recording. Uh, Stacy makes the drink, Ashley drinks it, and then becomes lethargic and passes out. She wakes up the next day, though, with a hangover, and goes to school, and then returns home. Stacy then suggests they celebrate Ashley's 21st birthday a little early, and Ashley agrees and drinks another drink prepared by her mother. Also, this is in 2007, and her birthday, she was born in 88? That's like celebrating her... 21st birth. It's a lot early, isn't it? Yeah, that's like two years early. <laughs> like, I've, when I think of like a little early, it's like maybe like a month or like a week. <laughs> Hell, I was thinking days. I'm just gonna do it like four years early, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Party, right? <laughs> um, The next morning, September 14th, 2000. Oh, did I say she already drank? That Stacy prepared the drink and Ashley drinks it? Mm-hmm. If I didn't, she she did that the second night, too. The next morning, September 14th, 2007, Ashley's little sister, Bree, finds Ashley barely breathing, and Stacy calls 911. Stacy tells the 911 dispatcher that Ashley had drank and took a few doses of medication. Bree found a 750-word typewritten letter that had Ashley's type signature on the bottom, confessing to the murders of her father and stepfather, and saying that she was now taking her own life. According to Christine Gary, I'm going to assume, um, Onondaga's assistant district attorney, the suicide note seemed more important to Stacy than how her daughter was doing. And it was noted that Ashley was 15 minutes away from death. But luckily, 
Ashley survived, and when she woke up in the hospital, she was told about the note and confession, and she said that she had not tried to kill herself and denied murdering her father and stepfather. But my mom gave me a drink. <laughs> right. Um, it was a cranberry soup. So, <laughs> so Stacy was arrested at the hospital that day and charged with the murder of David Castor and attempted murder of Ashley Wallace. On December 20th, Stacy was indicted on one count each of second-degree murder, second-degree attempted murder, and a plot to present a forged, forged will. On September 25th, 2008, it was ruled that the death of Michael Wallace could be submitted as evidence in the trial of uh, Stacy for the murder of David. And the trial of Stacy Castor started on January 12th, 2009, and she faced 25 years to life if convicted. Her daughter testified against her, and she also took the stand. In a fiery cross-examination, um, the district attorney confronted Castor with phone calls investigators had from wiretapping her phone, as well as computer evidence that showed she had not only written Ashley's suicide letter, but had, not one, but two drafts of it. <laughs> why would you save drafts of- Why would you save that at all? I don't know. I I don't understand any of this. I mean, it, it just blows my mind. The jury deliberated for four days, and on February 5th, 2009, Stacy was convicted of all charges, and a month later she was sentenced to over 51 years in prison. It's like 51 years and a third. So there's a couple of quotes here that I literally copied and pasted from Ashley because I just think they're important and, like, sad. Um, I hate my mother for ruining so many people's lives, Ashley told some interviewer in 2009. His name was David Muir, I think. She continues, What gave her the right to play God with people? I never knew what hate was until now. And even though I do hate her, I still love her at the same time. She was my best friend, too. She was, and then she took that all away. I would have done anything for her, but she decided she wanted to kill me instead. Like, could you imagine having to sit on the stand and being like, yeah, my mom tried to kill me? Yeah, that- no. Especially, like, not only the fact that she tried, like, she almost succeeded- Right? Like, 15 minutes? Like, if her sister would have found her any later. Right. Yeah, it's so fucked up. Um, in an interview with the district attorney, they pointed out that um, Stacy may have murdered her own father, who died February 22nd, 2002, shortly after Stacy had visited him in the hospital where he had a minor lung complaint. Stacy's first husband's family, Michael's family, believed Stacy may have killed her father, having brought on brought an open can of soda in for her father to drink in the hospital. Um, she was the ex- executor of his estate. By laced with antifreeze. Yeah. Right? But that w- that case was never trialed. It was never brought up or anything. So, tried, not trialed. Um, Cece did try to appeal her case, and it was looked at um, because she claimed that she did not have an attorney present when police interviewed her. However, she had waived her Miranda rights and had never retained a criminal defense lawyer, and so they denied her appeal in 2013. And Stacy was found dead in her cell on the morning of June 11th, 2016. Um, so she was young, and it was determined that she died of a heart attack with no evidence of suicide or foul play, which is 
as I was like reading through this, I was like, oh, that's kind of ironic that that's how she died because that's how they said Michael died and he was only 38 and she was like, I think in her 40s. Did they check for antifreeze? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody would have had to bring it in. I mean, not that that's unheard of, but. um, Yeah, she was 49 or 48. So she was pretty young. Um, and that is the story of Stacy Castor, the Black Widow, or Widow, or I don't Black Widow. I think is just what they nicknamed her. But yeah, <laughs> um, there have been Lifetime movies about her. ABC's done a couple specials about her. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. That was a good one. Thanks. I just can't imagine like. It's so terrible because I always joke about the fact that my mom has a life insurance policy on me. <laughs> but like, don't drink any cranberry juice. Yeah, for real. Um, she's gonna be like, "Do you want this lemon lime Kool Aid?" But like, if anything, like, yeah, like mix it with something that's the same color. So like, give him like Mountain Dew or something. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. My mom always has Mountain Dew in her house. <laughs> no, I don't think it's my not mom... Diet Coke. You'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah. You know what you plan to cover next time? I think I'm going to do the elevator game. Ooh. Fun. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, personally going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to research it. <laughs> That's fun. Alright, well, um, until the next Freaky Friday... You can find us on Instagram at in reference to podcast on Twitter at in reference to. You can send us an email at in reference to podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to some of our episodes on YouTube, um, or you can help support us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash in reference to. Cool. Um, also, if you're not a member of Rakuten, you can also use my referral code. You can find that on our Instagram bio. Um, or Twitter bio, and you get $25 cash back um, on your first purchase, and um, if you use my referral code. So, yeah. Any parting wisdom? Wash your hands and don't touch other people. (laughs) Also, if you need water and they don't have any in, like, Walmart or Sam's Club or something, check Home Depot and Lowe's, because they both sell water. And I went to Home Depot today, and they had, like, pallets upon pallets of water. Because nobody thinks about going there um, for water. I know my, uh, two of my coworkers, they said that, they're like, we wouldn't find toilet paper anywhere. Like, we found it at Home Depot. Yep. I was going to look for... Like, the last place I would think to look for toilet paper. Yeah, I was going to look for some cleaning supplies while I was there, but I went on my lunch break, and I wanted to make sure I had enough time to go get ice cream, so... (laughs) The important gotta, things. Gotta put them priorities first, man. Okay, it wasn't it wasn't just ice cream. It was also Lucky Charms. <laughs> Again, the man, the staples. Yeah. And I got milk. Although I just bought a box of them Fruit Loops with marshmallows the other day. Ew, did you see? So last week when I went to Walmart for Lucky Charms and they didn't have any. Do you know I said they they didn't have any cereal, which was a lie. Do you know what cereal they had? Fucking Peeps cereal. Ew, I saw Marshmallow that. flavored cereal with marshmallows in it. Like, what? 
That's gross. I like marshmallows, but like... Ugh. Anyway. Okay. So your parting wisdom was to stay, stay safe and... No, wash your hands and don't touch other people. Stop making out, you yeah. freaks. Yeah, ew. Gross. Gross. Alright. Well, until next time. <laughs> Ta-da!